Network Interference is produced and distributed by Lunavox. Lunavox. That's the name we came up with. Please stand by. Welcome to another episode of Network Interference. My name is Shane, and I'm joined by... Marlo. I was going to you say remember? that. I remember it this time. <laughs> Good. You just, you it's really, about time you remember you my name. You really beat me to it this time. Marlo, you know that I like to begin this program mm -hmm. with a bit of rambling and maybe some reminiscing. Yeah, and, that's always uh, nice. Sometimes a little bit of rambling and reminiscing at the same time. <laughs> and I'll go off on a little bit of a tangent and uh -huh. I'll talk about this, that and the other and really just go on and on and on and on and on and on about things. But I don't have time to do that today. Why not? Because we have so much to cover. All right. On this special episode of Network Interference. I say it's special because it really is special to my heart. This is about what? Hmm, what I is the episode about? I think it's about Saturday morning That's cartoon. it. That's why I'm so excited about it. Did you have Saturday morning cartoons? I know we watched cartoons when you were younger, but I, I think I Saturday really... morning may have died down by then. Yeah, I didn't have any Saturday morning cartoons like what you've talked about. And so I've been excited about this podcast because I kind of want to live vicariously through you just because I didn't get to experience waking up in the morning on a Saturday and turn on the channel to my favorite show. You know, our friend Ben yes, is love ben. a fan of Saturday morning cartoons. He's still watching them. That, that means he I really, know. really likes He's, them. I know. He went out and uh, bought a bunch of DVDs and... Uh, Only watches them on Saturday, right? That's all he watches on Saturday. That's yeah. all he does. <laughs> that's all he does on Saturdays. He, he wakes up just like he did 30 years ago, gets him a big bowl of uh, fruit brute. Fruit brute? He gets him a big a bowl of fruit brute just goes to town on the fruit brute and just watches Saturday morning cartoons all day long. Well, then we need to get him on here. Hello? Hey, Ben. Hi. Hey, Shane. It's Shane Marlo. and Marlo. That's right. It's both of us. <laughs> What's going on, guys? We're recording a new episode of Network Interference, and we thought you might want to be a part of it. Oh, man, that would be fantastic. Let me put my bowl down and tear off the Jetsons, and I will be right <laughs> with you. Sadly, they, do no, they no longer make Fruit Brute no. cereal. I am reduced to Lucky Charms, mm. and uh, you know they're magically delicious, so <laughs> Ben, today's episode is about Saturday morning cartoons. Do you have any favorites? Oh, I would be quite prepared to talk on that subject if that were the case. Oh, yes. That's, that's what we're doing. Saturday morning cartoons. There's no better topic. I am absolutely giddy at this point. <laughs> <laughs> when did you start watching the cartoons? on Saturday mornings, Ben? My mother tells me that I would peek over the edge of the crib and watch Tennessee Tuxedo. <laughs> and I absolutely adored it as a child. And uh, watched that. I watched Wacky Races. So I was I was born in 65, and these are shows that came out 65, 66, and I remember them particularly well. I was four years old when Scooby-Doo came out. Right, oh, 1969. Okay. It could not be more perfect. To this day, <laughs> I will sit and watch Scooby-Doo with a bowl of cereal and I will not be any happier than I am at that moment. <laughs> I love there's that. Something, there's something innocent 
there's some nostalgia. It was just Cold a great days. time. Will I, will I be a spaceman or a caveman today? I haven't decided. <laughs> and Scooby-Doo's been popular since 1969. There was always a Scooby-Doo throughout the 70s. Yeah. It, was it might versions. have not been called Scooby-Doo. Sometimes it was Scrappy-Doo with Scooby-Doo, and sometimes it was Scooby-Doo Laugh Olympics where he's yep. you know mm-hmm. doing sports and competing yep. with the other cartoons in that shared Hanna-Barbera universe. Yeah, I, I watched that earlier today as the uh, Yogi Yahooies and the Really Bot. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. They were divided into teams. Three teams. Uh That was the Scooby Doobies. That was Scooby and his team. And then there was the Yogi Yahooies with Yogi Bear and his team. Uh And then the Really Rottens made up of Dick Dastardly. The villains. They were the villains, and they cheated every time. (laughs) Also, right after Scooby-Doo, Where Are You?, an hour-long show came out called the New Scooby-Doo Movies. Right. That's where they hung out with Batman and Robin and... uh, And Dalton Adams and... uh, The actor, that's right. Well, I just love the fact that Scooby-Doo and Batman exist in the same universe. Sure. We had it all. <laughs> so When I was a boy, we had to build our own television sets from Hickorywood. That's right. <laughs> and there was usually one television set. Mm-hmm. One color television set in the house. Which could be a little annoying. There are three, in the 70s, there are three networks. Saturday mornings go for about four hours. Mm -hmm. But you have to choose one of the three networks at a time. Uh, When you had a show on NBC and another show on CBS that you wanted to watch and you had to choose between the two. That could be a hard decision. It was a hard decision. Uh, Let me start in 1975. Let's look at the schedule here. Let's try to make some decisions. First off, you got Pebbles and Bam Bam at 8 o'clock in the morning. I'm not interested. The reason I didn't watch it was because it was up against Hong Kong Fooey, a really cool show, I thought. What was it about? It was about a dog that knew kung fu oh and he saw it was about a dog who was voiced by scatman Scatman Crothers. Crothers. cannot be just the greatest understated how super cool that he was he was absolutely useless he was a janitor at the police station That's right. he, uh-huh. he, he, was, he had this book that taught him kung fu and he really thought that he was something but he just managed to mess up everything he did but he had a cat with stripes on it and his name was spot that's uh, right. He, oh, the cat named Spot with Stripes. He was pretty smart, and every time Hong Kong Fu would mess up, Spot would save him, and Hong Kong Fu would think that he had solved the problem. So he kept <laughs> going on thinking he was super. Oh, man, do you, do you recall the uh, the theme song, Shane? Hong Kong Fu is. Was it Hong number one Kong super Fu guy? <laughs> Bigger than the human eye. Uh, it was fantastic. And so, yeah, more than likely, I was watching Hong Kong Fu because it just doesn't get any better than Hong Kong Fu. This is also a year that season two of Land of the Lost, there were a lot more live action shows than I actually remember. Yes, be, be, be still my beating heart. I lived for Land of the Lost. I thought that was the greatest show at one time in one my life. One of the best ones, yes. Yeah, it was, it was fantastic. You know, there you had action, you had adventure, they were in trouble. Yeah, the dinosaurs were cheesy, but I'm nine. I'm ready to buy into it. At 10 o'clock on CBS, it's the Shazam Isis Hour. This was live action, too. Isis came on first for half an hour, followed by Shazam. And they were in the same universe, so I believe they crossed over a few times. And um, I got to tell you, I loved Isis. I thought she was great. 
I didn't like Shazam as much, but I really did. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it has a lot to do with that costume design. She was, was cute. A, she was hot. No, I was talking about Shazam. Shazam's oh. costume. Oh. But I loved the show because it was a superhero show. And we finally got something. And do you recall why he had to shout Shazam to transform? That was the first letter in the different gods' names? Yeah. Or something like that. Mm. Was Solomon, it Greek Hercules, God? Atlas, Zeus, Achilles, and Mercury. Yeah, great stuff, man. I, it got me through a whole lot of stuff. I thoroughly <laughs> <laughs> Ben's walking around in the mid seventies, going Shazam, Shazam, oh, nothing's happening. Shazam! Do, do not, do not tell me that no time in your life did you wrap a towel around your neck and put a paper bag over your head and poke holes out of it and go, "I'm Batman." Yeah, I'm Batman. Right. That's right. <laughs> How happy were you at nine o'clock the next year, 1976, when Jabberjaw premiered on ABC? I get no respect. No respect. <laughs> I, yeah, isn't it like Jabber 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 Jaws? I loved Jabber. They called him Jabber 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 I could not get enough of Jabber Jaws. I love those larger than life creatures that were childlike, heart of gold. They meant well, but so big they tore everything up. So dumb they messed everything up. Uh, yeah. I like Jabberjaws. Jabberjaw was great. That was one of my favorites. I'd say Jabberjaws <laughs> is a clone of Scooby-Doo. That was Scooby-Doo underwater in the future. The dog's a shark instead. Yep. Mm-hmm. And they're still solving mysteries. Yep. Josie and the Pussycats and Josie and the Pussycats in outer space. Mm-hmm. Yes. Similar thing. It's a gang. They got a band. They solve mysteries. They do things. One that I liked a lot. I'm not sure what year it was, but it was Butch Cassidy. Oh, but it wasn't yep. the cowboy Butch Cassidy. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kids. Yeah, Butch Cassidy. And it's Cassidy the same and, name. That's right. Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kids. And and it's Scooby Doo, right? It's it's the same thing. Yeah, it's solve mysteries. They have or a they're, dog. No, they're teen spies. Oh, they're spies. They're teen spies with a dog named Elvis. <laughs> oh, it's Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kids, uh-huh. and they're not cowboys, and nope. they have a dog named Elvis who's not a singer. Nope. <laughs> it's a great theme song. It's all I remember. Do you have a little bit of it? Can you sing? Butch Cassidy, come along with me. Butch Cassidy. It's a really great song. Don't remember much about the show, but I did watch the show because I like that theme song. Butch right. Cassidy, come along with me. It's one of my favorite Saturday morning theme songs. S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y, night. Yeah, yeah, good songs. That's some good songs. S A T U R D A Y. Night. The Bay City Rollers were from Uh, Bay City. You know that. Okay. And they were rollers. It's uh, they're rollers. No, this was live action, like rock and rollers. Oh, like rock and rollers. Legitimate hits on on Billboard. They sure did. It was kind of like the monkeys, I guess, but I don't believe that they were as goofy and silly as the monkeys. The monkeys made me the man I am today. (laughs) I I watched the monkeys and I said to myself, that looks great. I want to live with a bunch of guys on the beach (laughs) and make music with my band and live a goofy lifestyle. And I did all of that except live on the coast. So, you know, good times. So what came next, Uncle Shane? Well, the next year, we're going to start the morning off at 8 o'clock, and here's your choice. The all-new Super Friends Hour on ABC. 
Mm -hmm. or the CB Bears. That's a no-brainer, man. I didn't even know the CB Bears existed in anything other than name. Uh, It's the Super Friends. You've got Superman. What's the Super Friends? Oh, Oh, Super Friends is... Superman, Aquaman, Wonder Woman, Batman. It's the Saturday morning DC Universe. And then the the supercomputer would come on and go, we've got a problem at the North Pole. uh, And then Wonder Woman would get in their plane and, you know, they would go deal with it or whatever. And I couldn't get enough of it. I loved it. The uh, League of Doom, where they came up with like 13... Uh, villains to right, match right. the super mm-hmm. friends. So you had two different teams, superheroes and super villains, and I am there for it. <laughs> now, who were the villains in the Scooby Life Olympics? They were the really rottens. The really rottens. Okay. So who would win in a battle? The really rottens or the, or Legion. the Legion of Doom? The Legion of Doom would smoke them turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> The Really Rottens were a laughable joke of misfits thrown together as a foil for Scooby-Doo. Nothing too terribly serious. The Legion of Doom were put together to overthrow the universe. I cannot emphasize how different they were. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, At 9.30 on NBC, you've got the Godzilla Power Hour. Up from the depths, 30 (laughs) stories high, breathing fire. His head in the sky, Godzilla. (laughs) I loved it. I I still watch the old Godzilla Japanese movies to this day. They're cheesy, they're terrible, and I enjoy them to no end. (laughs) Then we had uh, Fantastic Four on NBC going up against the Super Friends. Well, you know, this is probably where I jumped ship because I am a Marvel man have been since birth and so yeah i likely jumped ship there fantastic four is where it's at this was the fantastic four's first year and super friends had been around for a while Mm, okay yeah so you got marvel and dc going up against each other in 1979 actually a few of my favorites come out in 1979 Mm. now that i'm looking at it at nine o'clock right after the super friends the Plastic Man Comedy Adventure Show came on. Mm. I love the Plastic Man cartoons. Plastic Man, he can spring, he can stretch, he can fly, he can bounce, he can change his shape, and he can even dance. The he dancing cool was the best life. part. <laughs> the dancing was the best part. Um, <laughs> it was a comedy adventure. I thought, as I remember, it was a pretty good blend of laughs and thrills. Uh, I thought that it had pretty good writing at the time. I was a fan of it. And then that uh, was followed by Spider-Woman. Pretty good cartoon, too. So on ABC in 1979, they're giving you, gosh, one, two, three and a half hours of superhero action. Back to back to back. And then uh, they'll end it with some Scooby-Doo and Scrappy-Doo. And then right after Scooby-Doo on the CBS, another live-action show that I liked, Jason of Star Command. Pretty good sci-fi show. I never watched that. For Saturday morning production standards, which were usually pretty low for the live-action shows, mm-hmm. uh, I thought it was a pretty good show. And I remember I had a book for like young adult readers, okay. you know, Jason of Star Command, and I read okay. it. Yeah. So, yeah. so that was a pretty good year for me. Of course, I didn't watch Spider-Woman at 11 o'clock after Plastic Man. Because the new adventures of Flash Gordon was on, which was an incredible series, too. It was by Filmation. The animation was a cut above 
most. It came out a year before the 1980 movie. Oh. It didn't have anything to do with the movie. in the movie, though. They were completely though. disconnected. Flash Gordon's been around since the 30s, but it was a really good show. So, gosh, 1979, what a year. Super Friends, then Two Hours of Plastic Man, and then Switch Channels, and then there's Flash Gordon, and then after Flash Gordon's off, stay on the same channel, there's Godzilla, and when right. Godzilla's over, switch over uh-huh. to CBS, and Jason of Star Command on. It was right. a good Saturday. It was a great and, Saturday. And then when cartoons were over, I watched Bandstands. You watch Bandstands? Yes, yeah, yeah. American Bandstand. Yeah, Dick Clark. Absolutely. And- That's how you knew cartoons were over, when Dick Clark <laughs> came on. Right. Like, okay, well, now we're dancing. All right, let's dance. What a good year that was. Wow. Plastic Man, Flash Gordon, Jason of Star Command. Ben, what are some of the other cartoons that you've been re-watching lately? Thunder of the Barbarian should have never been canceled and should be running to this day. Lords of Light, why did they ruin that show? Uh, if you do not know about this show, it was like 100 years after the moon is split, the, you know, the whole world's gone crazy and mm-hmm. magic has taken over and it's a land of barbarians and witchcraft. It's and a little sci-fi, it's a little sword ah. and sorcery, and ah. it's a whole lot of awesomeness. Could not get enough of it. Absolutely loved it. It ran for like, I don't know, a season, maybe two. I own it on DVD. Love it. The artwork was fantastic. They got some of the Mm. best comic book artists at the time. Jack Kirby, the great comic book artist, designed a lot of the characters. I did not know that, but it makes sense. It was written for uh, young adults, so it wasn't silly like Scooby-Doo or a lot of the other ones. Uh, But neither was that Flash Gordon. Um, The movie was a lot sillier Mm -hmm. than the cartoon of Flash Gordon from 1979. Thundar was fantastic. I'm not sure why it hasn't already been put on the silver screen in a live-action version twice already. We should already be on our third Thundar actor by now. We should be. And I failed to mention Star Trek, the animated series. All of the original talent returns doing their own voices in the animated series. And it is about two or three seasons of just really fun things that they couldn't do with their limited budget on the series that they were able to do with animation. And it's really good animation. And if you are a Star Trek fan, I cannot recommend it enough. It was so much fun. I I recall it from the 70s, but I had forgotten everything. So when I got it again, it was new to me. And it was just a thrill a minute. Now, interestingly enough, in 1980, CBS had a couple of shows on from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. The only network to have something that early and on a Sunday. That's smart. That's smart. Get us early. It looks like Jason of Star Command got moved over there to 7.30. But at 7 o'clock, the three robotic stooges. I sadly have to admit that I'm quite familiar with the three robotic stooges. It was awful. Robotic. Robotic. Are they robots? They were robots, yes. They were robots. What is a robotic? (laughs) Is that like moronic or something? There was no reason to watch that show other than it was on. It was a poor uh, estimation of what the Three Stooges were in their heyday. They just, they were robots and they broke down and they did stupid stuff. And I recall watching some of it, but no, I wouldn't recommend it. Well, who would win in a fight? The uh, Three Robotic Stooges versus Inspector Gadget. That's a pretty fair fight. That's a fair fight. I would watch Inspector Gadget. And again, that's not good television either. But between the two, go, go, Gadget, legs. (laughs) 
list my favorites, Saturday morning cartoons. Please. I think number one for me is going to be Thundar the Barbarian. He's There's, awesome. And then number two, The New Adventures of Flash Gordon. Number three, maybe Plastic Man. Number four, maybe Jabberjaw. Good stuff. And number five, let me just say Isis. <laughs> That's a good mix right there. Mm-hmm. Those are five great series from Saturday mornings. All right, Ben, yeah. what's yours? You know, I there were so many. I, Scooby-Doo is the greatest thing that ever happened to me. Gosh, Scooby-Doo like, is not even on my list. I don't know. You it, know, we left out uh, Help, Help, It's the Hair Bear Bunch. <laughs> I love the, the Hair, hair bear. bear Bunch. They really had uh, scraggly hair. And they were kind of hippie bears, and they did their own thing, and they broke out of the zoo every night just to upset <laughs> the zookeeper. So that was good stuff. I like the Globetrotters. That was good stuff. Granny drove the bus. And that was sort of another Scooby-Doo kind of throw-off. They kind of solved mysteries and did stuff uh, with granny you like the godzilla you like the godzilla i did love the godzilla my sister loved the godzilla and i love the super friends super friends you cannot go wrong with i live for that kind of stuff the one cartoon that we didn't mention that i really liked was the pink panther cartoon Mm -hmm. good good point ma'am the Pink Panther was a great cartoon. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was usually on in the mornings up against the uh, Bugs Bunny and Looney Tunes reruns. One of the characters in uh, the Pink Panther series was the inspector, based on the Inspector Clouseau character from the movies. I think in the cartoon, they just called him the inspector. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a lot of dialogue in the Pink Panther cartoons. So it was a lot of physical humor and uh, sight gags. So when I was researching about the Pink Panther, they mentioned that there was a laugh track in the cartoon. And so, like, I have never been around where cartoons have had laugh tracks in them. That's not the only one. And I know, it was saying that it it was very common for a lot of the cartoons to have laugh tracks. And I was like, what? Really? I knew that that was a thing, but I didn't know it was in cartoons. There were a few that did. I think the original Scooby-Doo had a laugh track, if I'm not mistaken. You know what? Scooby-Doo, the original Scooby-Doo, I believe, had a laugh track. I believe, yes. And you didn't question it. You just ate your cereal and watched it, Marlo. Yeah, because, I mean, for me, laugh tracks are just kind of, they're just weird. It was weird to see a television comedy without a laugh track for a while. Mm. It was strange. There was a time when Hollywood thought that they had to tell you when to laugh. Yeah. You didn't know when to laugh. Uh, it's it's a little insulting to today's audience, but apparently I never gave it a, a thought. I'm like Shane. I guess that's just natural. They have a laugh track. Mm-hmm. Uh, did I laugh with them? Maybe, maybe not. But, you know, they had one for sure. You take the laugh track out of a sitcom, you know what you got, Marlo? What? A drama. <laughs> A dramedy? <laughs> no, you just have a drama. <laughs> you take a drama and you put a laugh track on it. You know what you have, Marlo? A comedy. A comedy. <laughs> a comedy. It's probably not a great commentary on American society. <laughs> yeah, laugh right now. You people may be too stupid to watch this on your own. Laugh now. <laughs> Ben, it is always our pleasure to have you on Network yeah. Interference. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. I sincerely hope that's how you feel. I come from a long line of hands, and uh, I really like to get the center of attention. <laughs> Marlo, is there any of the cartoons or shows that we talked about that you would be interested in watching? I wouldn't mind checking out Plastic Man. I mm-hmm. think that that is, seems interesting to me. And that's because I hyped it up so much, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the ones that y'all hyped up, I thought, like, I haven't seen the Flash Gordon one, so I'd want, I'd want to watch that one. I think that sounds interesting. Watch the Star Trek one. It, it's the better yeah. of the three. Okay. 
<laughs> I'll check it out. I'll check it out. How about you but watch them back to back and then and then, and then let, tell me that I'm right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. We will listen to each other and talk at each other again on a future episode of Network Interference. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Lunavox. That's the name we came up with.